0: Love Talk Radio. Uh. Roll smooth with a bag. Care too much about you, babe. About you. Daddy. Won't you say? Won't you say? I promise you I'll we'll never know a love like it. Care too much about you, babe. you Won't you say won't you stay? I promise you will never know a love like it Something more More. Forever my lady in love with my baby I know I can never replace you I'm thankful for others' mistakes I don't have to wait As my loving takes you A little more love And I would overdo A little more love And now I'm holding close Cause I care too much about you, babe Won't you say Won't you say I promise you I'll never know a love like this
1: to let's chat and thank you for hanging with the ladies that was the fabulous superstar k with his new hit love like this we appreciate him we appreciate his team always always sending us music and looking out for us so we really appreciate them hey t hey lisa girl how you doing this friday and and i i love, love- I love that from uh, Superstar K. He also has a few others on our in our library that I'm crazy about. But like Lisa said, we want to thank him and his team for always thinking of the ladies and left that as you know, sending us music sometime before it even hit the airwaves. So we so appreciate them for doing that. Absolutely. I actually did an interview uh, with him for Hardcore Grind. Make sure y'all check out Hardcore Grind on Media Magazine and Heat Seekers uh, Magazine, as well as the Indie Post, y'all. Yes, this is Friday. We are so excited for that because we need that. We need that Friday for something. We're talking that talk today (laughs) about life after death. Listen, we're not talking about the physical death. We're talking about a death of within. Before we get started on that, let's Get a pass Absolutely. Once again, welcome to Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Leisha. We so appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week that we are on the airways. But for those that may just be joining us for the very first time, first of all, welcome. Lisha and I, we started our station, oh, wow, many, many moons ago, Lisha. And we started off just celebrating literature because Leisha and I are first and foremost Readers of the word. We love the word, and we appreciate all that it brings us. But our show has evolved into so much more than just literature. We now celebrate the dopeness of all the arts. You name it, they have been through the doors of let Chat and shared their passion. So we hope that you guys are ready for another great show, because someone's out there is always being touched by something that they hear, and we and I try to provide quality, quality guests to share their passion, because we don't know who's listening, and they spark a passion within you. So thank you once again for joining Leisha and I this Friday evening. Buckle up. We're ready for another great show. Like we said, our topic tonight is life after death, not the physical death, but it can be a death nonetheless. So stay tuned. Absolutely. And, you know, listen, we – said we're readers first and and yes that is so true so I've listened to my books um I actually listened to my Kindles through my Alexa app and so and see tell me if you've ever experienced this and I'm not going to say the office name or the name of the book okay Mm -hmm. so have you ever gone back to a book that you read a long time ago that just made you so excited and read it and was like, what was I excited about? I... <laughs> what happened to the thrill, right? <laughs> I was, no, because, okay, so the character, I, for some reason I, I always thought the character was stronger because I love a strong boss female character type. I love I love that. Like Mm -hmm. she she got gunplay, she got hands, she don't play no game. I love characters like that. And for some reason I I thought this character was a strong character. And I was like she should wine a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Who was it it. that made me just like these so engulfed and i think that just like we we grow in life we grow as we read our reading palette um it grows mm-hmm. and it changes and so i read particular authors only because i have to have certain pens like i have to like it has to feed me and mm-hmm. i went back and i was like what the hell? Can I bought all the books? I bought the whole series. <laughs> Is she winding through the whole series? Child, listen. <laughs> wow, but sometimes, you know, when we go back and read something, no matter what it may be, we see things differently, you know, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. We pick up on things that we may not have necessarily seen the first time because we're so excited to read material. You know, and that excitement can sometimes gate us to what we're actually reading. So no matter what it is, sometimes that second, third, and even the fourth time, you'll see something totally different, and uh, you'll be like, how did I miss that? Or oh, like you said, why was I so excited? So it happens, and not just with books, with anything that we go back
2: mm-hmm. and look at
1: again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's a trip. I was like, "What what was it? What what, was (laughs) it? That's my that's my funny rant for the day. But you know, and I love a good pen. So office, don't send me no inboxes. I'm just saying that was just an experience. Trying to figure out who it is. (laughs) Nah, child, I'm not gonna say who it was, and I'm not gonna say the book. I'm not gonna do that. That's not right. <laughs> so we welcome y'all to Let's Chat Live, honey. We live less Let's Chat Live. We need to Let's Chat Live. We need to do one. We got one coming up in uh in October. Um, mm-hmm. hopefully we have a special one. I'm trying to secure, but yeah, we we're gonna have a Let's Chat Live in October. But today we're talking about life after death, and and we're not talking about a physical death. It could be that maybe you've become um, been brought closer to God or your spirituality. Maybe you just have a, a different type of um, philosophy or imagination. You know, so many think, things that happen. Maybe you have reevaluated life. So what happens is sometimes it's an unconditional loving welcome you know you've learned how to unconditionally love or you you're just because it was something you're desire, you were desiring before and now you have it you're like wow now it makes you anew um now you'll still be you but you're just a deeper version of you you know that represents uh, life after death because that that version of you prior to that moment no longer exists You know you're you're no longer that person. Um, You're free to go and be and do. You know when you, I say level up. You always have that sense of freedom. Um, Freedom in whatever it is you want to do, whether it's work or um, love or just life. Just you have a sense of freedom. Um, You had a life. You reviewed life. You're like okay. You know, this not working, this is working, this not working, I don't like this, let me change this. So now that you have worked on that and pushed towards that, that, that of which you were is no longer, you know. So that's considered a death as well, you know, and, and we die daily. We die daily because we're constantly changing. We're never the same. Wow, that was pretty deep. But you know why you were saying that, least I was also thinking that sometimes you die of a certain season in your life, in your journey. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that, you know, you may have outgrown that or you may have had to switch gears. Not Sometimes even unconsciously, you know, seasons die in our, in our lives. Sometimes everybody that's with you is not necessarily supposed to go with you to the next level, and that's another dying of a relationship. So, you know, mm-hmm. you just have to be conscious. Cognitive of those things, absolutely, absolutely, because when we say that, you know when people hear the word death, they think ending, they think something really sad, but everything that dies is not sad, you know a divorce is a death, you have physical death, but again, when you are changing and you are evolving whatever you're shedding. That's dying. It no longer exists. Um, and like she says, sometimes it's the people around you because everybody cannot go with you to that next level. They're not meant to. But we know we like to hold people. We like to hoard people. You know how people hoard uh, memorabilia. They always got something they got to keep. You got people that keep paperwork. But, you know, some of us are, are collectors. We straight collectors. We hoard people. We keep people around longer than they should be. That's interesting. That I I never thought of it like that. Of hoarding people. Um, That's a that's a great analogy of it, and you know, gives you pause uh, pause for thought because I never thought of it in that way as hoarding people. You know, right? But and it's like clutter. You know how you have your life gets cluttered. It's like you have all these people that you just try to hold on to and. Some of them, you're the only one holding on. Ain't nobody else holding on but you. Now that's deep. <laughs> See, the only one holding, and sometimes those it gets too much to hold on, you just gotta let it go, and that's when the death occurs. What? Because you're you're not growing. I don't. I, I think I posted this um last week or the other day. You you never should stay hovering in the place of non-growth for too long. It's not healthy for you. It's not productive. It's, it's not helping you get anywhere. You know, everybody has a place and a position in your life. Uh, and everything has the expiration date, even milk. You know what I'm saying? so some relationships do expire. Some situations expire. And it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just that it's, it's time. So truly, and I think our special guest tonight she's going to take us even further on a different level to make us understand, you know, in a so way I'm that, hmm So Absolutely. I'm excited to have had the have her on, get her take, and see where she, you know, see what what she enlightens us with as far as the the death of something in our lives, and not necessarily the physical death, like we said mm-hmm. in the show absolutely welcome welcome
2: welcome how are you i'm great hi you ladies
1: we are good so thankful that you are joining us this friday evening listen well, you, you the got a lot going
2: on i know right corona can't stop nothing listen
1: you feel let, let us know what you've been cooking in your in your kitchen. I ain't gonna say creative kitchen because you've been doing some everything. I'm just gonna say your kitchen. What you been cooking since the last time you was on the show, Miss 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 Perfect, girl, honey?
2: The last time I was on there, and, and thanks for the opportunity, um, Tony and Leisha, for allowing me to come on here today. Girl, um, I have literally, I say, been around the world since the last time I talked to you guys. Um, wrote several books I think 10 within the last Whoa. Three or four weeks Wow um, Got my doctorate degree in psychology <laughs> Caught the coronavirus <laughs> um, I've just kind of been doing God's work And being about God's business And if he had to sit me down In order for <laughs> me to Get my mind renewed That's kind of what I've been doing
1: mm. I- but sometimes that's what we have to do: sit down and take note.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I, think, I mean, sometimes go ahead. Have, I think I think there's a season, and I always talk about seasons. Um, my daughter uses seasons as in the time period. I use seasons mm-hmm. as when we talk about Ecclesiastes in chapter three and one, about you know there's mm-hmm. a time for sorrow, is a time for joy. Mm-hmm. So I use those things in seasons. So it's. Sometimes it's time for us to take a break. And Mm -hmm. what we call it, the world calls it branding, but Mm -hmm. we call it a sabbatical. is a spiritual. So that's Mm -hmm. what I say. Sometimes we have to take a sabbatical or sometimes we have to rebrand ourselves, you know, to represent ourselves because we're always trying to, you know, redo things better than it was before.
1: Absolutely. And it's funny you said that because our topic today is life after death. And um, we don't mean oh, the wow. physical death, but we know that you die every day because you're constantly evolving mm-hmm. and changing. Nothing ever stays the same. Um, and so we're I'm glad that you spoke on that because we want you to give us some insight because we know that you're just, just an author. You're not just a um You have a nonprofit, you love to bless other people, but you're a doctor as well, so we want you to just kind of dive in and just go a little deeper with that with us. Um, But I want to ask you, tell us about the Divine Destiny and Ministry uh, Crisis Center and the event that you're having, the butterflies and balloons.
2: Sure. We started Divine Destiny in 2009. I gave it up. Um, due to it being a nonprofit organization. It's a 501c3 tax exempt. When I got on the radio, which was, I think, 2018, before the pandemic, it was prophesied to me to open up Divine Destiny. Divine Destiny is a ministry for domestic violence, women and children, and God told me to add on sex trafficking. So me saying, like, God, what are you talking about? I don't want to do this. But it was actually... The last person, and I do things in numbers of threes, so the mm-hmm. last person that contacted me, I was trying to book. I thought she wanted to book for a radio show because it just so happened to be October. October, if you don't know, is, uh, is um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, um, what is this lady reaching out to me for away in North Carolina? So what she was doing was she had prayed to God, and she said, God, if you're real, let her answer her phone. And I'm trying to figure out how can I get her as a guest. And when I contact her, she said, are you the stepmom of Marshida Darcy Carn?" And I was like, yes. She said, um, which my stepdaughter was killed at the age of 24. So she said, I just mm-hmm. got out of abusive relationship with him, with the, the guy who killed her.
1: And oh, he wow. said that
2: um, he served 12 years in jail and he didn't regret it. And he sold his soul to the devil. Oh. So that was kind of oh. my wake-up call for God to say, look, this is not about you. It's not about Dr. Purpose. It's about the purpose that I called you for, which is to be a voice for the voices. And so mm-hmm. Divine Destiny was reopened in 2019. I ended up finding out I owed taxes, um, like $50 or whatever. It ended up being like four four $450. So my director was like, why don't you do a GoFundMe? I'm like, girl, you know people don't do GoFundMe. They're not They're not going to support it. And I got mm-hmm. more than enough that I needed. So that let me know that God is a provider. If you put that vision out there, he will make provision. I am a witness of that mm-hmm. one. And so we started back up. And so last year made um, twenty. my 20 years in ministry and 20 years as a survivor. So we decided to do an annual balloon and butterfly release. And that was last year. So I said, okay, I don't just want to celebrate myself. I want to find 20 or 25 survivors that have to overcome this thing. What I didn't know when we put on that event, that there were two women that were kind of skeptical about leaving their abuser and they had gave uh their, so at the end we found out that they had decided to leave their abuser. So to me, that's like Mm -hmm. being a minister. Somebody said, I give him, I'm giving my life over to Christ. So Uh here we are again, October the 23rd, which October the 17th, we also presented my husband with a proclamation for his daughter that passed away. And so um, that was for October the 17th of last year. So this is, will be our second annual um, butterfly balloon release that we're doing, which is also my 21 year in ministry and as, um, as a survivor. So when I'm looking at 21, we're looking at the age of um, being legal, right? And the Holy Spirit told me, well, for you, it's I'm certifying you. So it's the year for me to be certified to say this is what I called you to do and I need you to complete it. So that right. is what we're doing now. So this year we want to honor families because so much has went on during the pandemic. So many um the cases, loads have went up. So um, what we're trying to do this year is to honor 10 families that have lost someone from domestic violence or sex trafficking, which I lost my cousin last year. Um, We Um, got a phone call from her. God told me a week prior, was I ready to die for this? And I'm like, okay, he's talking about die to myself, right? Right. my cousin called me, so that's some, so I love the way your your topic um, goes because God do. He tells us to die from self, and this is daily. He said, die from yourself daily. And so he was showing me this, like, are you willing to die for this ministry? And I'm like, ooh. And so I have my prayer warriors talking to me, and they're like, no, he's telling you to die from what you're doing. I'm like, no, I see death. I'm a prophet as well. And she ended up calling me, and she put 911 in the phone. And by that nighttime, she had died. And they went in her house, because of sex trafficking, went into her apartment and killed her, and they found her the next day. And so that's why Uh, this means so much to me, because um, I want to honor her. A lot of people in my family did not understand why she reached out to me. But her her reason for reaching out wasn't. wasn't to tell me about her sex trafficking what we do with our um the people that contact us is because i'm a ministry so they mean i have to pray with these individuals and i have to tell them about a god that they they probably know nothing about and Mm -hmm. leave your abuser take your children and don't turn back and so my mission is i'm speaking to these people and i mean they're really going through And it it kind of bothers me to see that I can't get the community to participate in what God already has given us to give back to the community. And so this Uh will make, November will make a year that she has passed away from sex trafficking. So like I said, I've been through both. And I'm just trying to make sure I am the voice for domestic violence. And I'm just trying to make sure that these people know that their names, or their death wasn't in vain. And so that's basically what we're doing, just trying to keep their names, you know, alive and to, you know, make sure that these families or the survivors can, you know, pour into somebody else that's going through domestic violence or sex trafficking.
1: right. But, so, you know, Dr. Francis, this is Tony, and, and what you just shared with us is so relevant and so important to the times that we're living in. You know,
0: we, mm-hmm. we're coming
1: off this horrific pandemic, you know, and in the beginning, people were forced to stay home, which is a situation that we had never experienced before, especially right. on that length of time. So a lot right. went on behind closed doors that normally would not have happened. That's you right. know, and normally where other people would not have eyes on, even if it's not something that they're aware they're looking at, they're looking at it nonetheless. You know, we have the the children home being homeschooled. We have couples or, or family that's constantly day in and day out surrounded by each other, and sometimes they can drive someone to do, say, or be mm-hmm. other than they normally would be. So what you mm-hmm. are, are sharing with us is something that is, is even more relevant today because we're still feeling the ramifications of it. And, and you right. shared something that Leisha and I share in our introductory to the show is that we don't know who's listening. You know, we don't know who is being touched by what you're sharing with us. So what you're sharing with us may be touching someone that needs to hear it. So we want to thank you for just bringing that to light and sharing it in a way that is so understandable, and you're doing such great work. So we thank you for that.
2: Thank you so much, and I'm glad to be chosen.
1: Uh mm-hmm. And sometimes when we're chosen, we don't even realize we're being chosen. Chosen to do no, either of and, that.
2: And the thing about being chosen is, is so many times people don't understand about encouragement, and even to your your. Um, your listeners, you know, I want to give a word of encouragement for all of those that are dealing with domestic violence, sex trafficking, mm-hmm. or dealing with depression, or in anything that is, you know, dealing with your faith. This mm-hmm. is a faith mm-hmm. walk that we're taking right now. You know, God allowed oh, yeah. it, so we're in this pandemic for a reason, and it did bring a lot of awareness. It brought a lot of exposure. It brought a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. It shone, okay. it mm-hmm. shone light on darkness, and so yeah. wherever. it's things like that happen, you're going to see distraction. You're going to see disturbances. Mm -hmm. You're going to see confusion. Um, And this is what all this stuff is bringing. What's supposed to bring us together is a lot of things that have taken us apart. So we're actually, Mm -hmm. some some people have used their jobs um, as the way of escape. So now mm-hmm. you have a pandemic, and they're shutting the whole world down. So now you it's have to face the very things that you didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you didn't even know that the enemy was sitting in your own household. So, yes, right. the, the divorce rates have went up. The mm-hmm. domestic mm-hmm. violence have up. Uh, sex trafficking. Everything that we see that the enemy has taken control over, we're starting mm-hmm. to see it mm-hmm. But God say he won't That's leave us ignorant of safe devices. So he's putting us, a lot of us that are ministers, in different platforms. So we're getting higher platforms so we can give out the word of God. Because if you don't have anything else, this is the time now that I tell people, don't pull away from God. This is the time that you Mm -hmm. actually need him right now. Because every day, Mm -hmm. I know y'all seeing it, you look on Facebook Mm -hmm. or you look on the news, somebody is dying or somebody is going to a funeral or been to a funeral. Right, right.
1: That's so true. And with that being said, Dr. Purpose, you know, with us having to sit down and take notes, I think it also puts more eyes on some of the things that we need to be looking at because I don't, I feel exactly. that this world will never be the same pre-pandemic oh, yeah. because a lot oh, of things no. were exposed.
2: A lot mm-hmm, of things, mm-hmm. a lot of
1: light was shined on so many different things. But can, can you share with us, Dr. Purpose, two challenges that you faced or that you weren't even aware that were challenges during the pandemic? Um, I would
2: say, I, as a prophetess, I kind of knew, I gave warning to people that mm-hmm. something was getting ready to happen. So that's the scary part about being a prophet, because God gives you warning right. for destruction. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know, so what he told me was that we were going to deal with so many deaths that we, weren't gonna, we wasn't going to be able to count it on our hands or our feet, we're mm. so seeing these things. Wow. Out, right? Wow. Yeah, it's amazing what God has shown. And I, what I try to do is I try to keep things posted on my Facebook. So if you go in there, you'll see from 2017, he said, you're going to start dealing with more death than ever before. And I can't tell you how many people that I'm talking to, there's death all around us. So what I was exposed mm-hmm. to is that God is real. And he said the last enemy is death and he's calling a lot of people home and there's a lot if you look at the world now, this is what I'm noticing. That people are out there just being themselves, being lovers of lovers of their own souls, not caring about uh-huh. if there's a God or we're looking at who's serving God and who's not. Because now we're able to just like you said, he's actually exposing. Those that are for him and those that are not, those that are against him. And right. the Bible talks about uh-huh. you can't be either you're going to be hot or you're going to be cold. You can't be lukewarm. And so where That's we're right. at in this season right now, and it also tells us that the government is going to fail us. So a lot of things that are, we're going through was already prophesied to us. We just didn't see it coming to pass. So now we're seeing all of this stuff coming to pass, and a lot of it he's given revelation. So Mm -hmm. I'm starting to see, and I'm kind of sitting back and watching things take place, but I'm also knowing that I can't walk in fear, that I have to Mm -hmm. do what God has called me to do, and that I'm protected. So I did catch coronavirus, and I kept testing three times, but at that time, I knew what God was doing, so that's how I knew. But I didn't have the symptoms. Everybody in the house was sick, but I didn't have the Mm -hmm. symptoms to show. And literally, he put me on pause. I say, and I end up getting my doctorate degree and a board certified um, therapist. So God knows wow. what, he, what he's doing at that time. Yes, and once I found out I didn't have it no more, I I graduated. And so mm-hmm. sometimes he, like I said, he puts us in a position so that we can have greater, go to a whole different level. To be able to, when we come together just like this, us women, especially being black minority women, and we're not supposed to have the education or the knowledge that we have, and we're able to mm-hmm. pour back into those. And not it's not about the race thing anymore. It's about saving mm-hmm. souls or educating people or the lost ones and finding those and pulling them back in, mm-hmm. letting them know what mm-hmm. real life is all about. So that's what mm-hmm. I learned, to pass the baton. And I'm getting older now, so it's time for me to pass the baton. And what that means is <laughs> to, wise, to be the one where, you know how we were taught, to sit under wisdom. So now mm-hmm. I'm one of those. I just it 50 on Christmas.
1: So Ooh. now
2: I'm one of those that people are sitting under my seat, and now I have to talk to my daughters who are young women and talk to them about they didn't know of, that I was talking to them as though they were children. So I've mm-hmm. learned so much during this pandemic. I mean, it's amazing what God will show you when you just sit and listen. And and that's
1: true, and I'm glad that you said that, um, because not just that, but he is putting people in position. Like, you no longer can mm-hmm. can just be, I need you to mm-hmm. get, get where I need you to be. That's what I need you to do it's, now. You've been sitting way too long and not doing what sitting. I need you to do. That's right. And
2: if y'all notice notice what's going on in in the world right now, these different nations, and he dropped in my spirit the other day. You know how we used to always say one nation under God? Mm -hmm. And he dropped it in my spirit when I seen the the event about the Hades and the Afghanistan situation.
1: And I was Mm -hmm. like,
2: everybody is trying to get to America because he said he's coming to one church without a spot or a wrinkle. One God, one nation. Mm-hmm. And so if you really pay attention to what the Bible tells us, we're living in those last and evil days. Actually, he, we've been there. We're just seeing more of it. It's more revelation being revealed now. But we've been there. Yeah. Our parents was there. Our grandparents probably was there. We didn't understand it back then. You know how they sit us down and it was like, okay, we y'all get older, da-da-da-da-da. Now we're able mm-hmm. to pass that baton and tell the other people, y'all need to watch up now. These girls can't be out here, especially out there in Atlanta. They can't be out there and just not telling nobody where you at. And I love that they have these trackers now that you can track people down. My daughter, when she gets in an Uber, she say, mom, follow this person. I didn't even know you can do that. So I'm learning technology. <laughs> I'm learning how all of that is working. But to teach these younger generation, you can't do the things that we used to could do. The world is not as safe as we used to think it was mm-hmm. because now people right. don't care about killing. Now people don't care about going to jail. People are trying to nope. make a, to me, it's like they're trying to make a statement. Black people are tired. We're so tired of being the last, but God said the last shall be first and the first shall be last, and I'm seeing it. So that's what I got to mm-hmm. learn during this pandemic. hmm
1: Wow, it's so true. It's so true. Uh, but what do you feel, Doctor mm-hmm. Doctor? Purpose. What do you feel is the most difficult thing? It is trying to to get those that are affected by the uh, whether it's domestic abuse or sex trafficking or even sometimes child abuse. And domestic abuse can go both ways, uh, men on women, women on men. <laughs> but what do you feel is the most most difficult thing to get them to make that first step towards help?
2: The first step to me is the transforming of the mind, renewing the mind. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of things, what I'm realizing is what we thought was was love is really not love. That's why some of us, Mm -hmm. you could say it's infatuation and it's love. I've been there for 15 years and my Mm -hmm. husband asked me that question. Um, Do you love me? But I've been through abuse all of my life, and I was taught, okay, my mother was abusive toward me, for with the physical abuse as a child. So that was child abuse. And people Uh will uh excuse that and say, well, that was love. But then I was in a marriage for 13 years, and this man beat me, and people was like, that wasn't love. So now here I am at 50 saying, well, God, I need you to show me what is love because what I thought was love, I'm confused. Because, and so and
1: I'm that learning that. let's check that on your um, i On my show, I'll mm-hmm. tell you after. Okay, am I
2: able to go on and look? I'm sorry, go ahead, Dr. Perkins. Oh, okay. Okay, so what I'm learning is we need to start dissecting and start teaching people how to treat us, knowing what our value is. And I think a lot of times, and because of the funding, how things are, a lot of these people that I work with, my clients, are returning back to their um, abusers because of the finances or because of the children. So there are certain things that we need to teach them and educate them about what is domestic violence, what is abuse. Abuse is, I even try to use the example of, if y'all never knew felt abuse, if somebody say, I've never been in an abusive relationship, you were when Trump was your president. That was four years mm. of abuse because abuse is, called power, is only power and control. That's what abuse mm-hmm. is. We always just go to the physical abuse. We don't look at all of the other, um, um, what do you call those, um, different terminology for what abuse is, categories, that's right. what I want to say. There are so many different categories that people can be in, but we stay in those situations because we feel like we can't do better than what we were. Are we depending on the wrong sources? So I would uh-huh. tell people right now is to renew your mind, get under people and let them know, don't let a man or a woman be where your finances is, you're depending on. We already seen how the, the economy went down. When people lost jobs, what did they do? Exactly what I had been trying people to do, become entrepreneurs. Stop looking mm-hmm. at just a job because God said your gift shall make room for you. But we give our gifts because we feel you get the degree, you go get the edu- the education, and then you work for somebody for 25, 30 years, and then what do you get out of it when they shut down? Nobody was right. expecting that, the whole world to, right. to shut down. But what came out of that was so many entrepreneurs, came up, especially black women, entrepreneurs, and I'm so proud of them because they were sitting on their gift. They were sitting on the very thing that they needed. So when God sat us down with that pandemic, it took pe- it gave people opportunity to say, hey, what can I do to make some income come in? You've already blessed my hands, So now I just need to put that and put it to work so that I can start being in the industry like everybody else and be a provider. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have to start realizing why did he allow certain things to happen and what do you get out of it? If he say he worked everything from your bad and he turned it to your good, we have to start self-examining ourselves and start getting Mm -hmm. a relationship where we start to get get knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And that's Mm -hmm. what it takes for anybody that's going through domestic violence, sex trafficking, know the signs, be aware of what's going on, get around those people that have been there. Done that. I was even told sometimes we can be self tra- um, sex trafficking our own children by our, our, our communication, wow. ways that we uh-huh. um, um. Wow. I'll use a perfect example. I'm, I may be talking to somebody about my daughter and say, "Okay, she's a virgin. She's this. She's that." Da 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 da. Well, I don't know. I'm basically like giving a resume. To somebody who's not in their right frame of mind, they're looking at her like, okay, you just let me know all of her business so then I can kind of hit her up on her DM or anything, and all of a sudden I'm dating your daughter for all the Uh. wrong reasons. And now she's caught up in this sex trafficking thing or some type of abuse, but you kind of sold her. So we Mm -hmm. have to be careful of our words. That's one thing I definitely I know that I learned that out of anything and, else about sex trafficking.
1: And I think mm-hmm. that's so very true on everything you said on so many levels because if we think a, think about the choices we we have when it comes to relationships, most of the time we get into a relationship and it's not, the right, right intent is not there. The correct reason right. is not there. We're there for other things than what it should be and we're not paying attention um, again, yes, speaking on our children, even not just speaking on their 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 good things but even their bad things because we plan mm-hmm. to be you know, in other people and we right. really have to be mindful. Like everything great they do, we don't have to tell everybody everything great they do. That's right. Everybody don't want you to be great and they don't want your children to be great. That's mm-hmm.
2: right. That's right. And, you know, a lot of people talk about generational curses, and I don't say that anymore. I started saying generational cycles. We have to start generational breaking habit. the cycles and start talking about the things that grandmother and mom and all those dads used to tell us what goes on in our house stays in our house. And I think that's kind of what I did with my family, that God knew at a young age that my gift was the gift of gab. And Uh he used that very thing to put me in a position where now my kin folks are calling me when somebody's going through domestic violence or sex trafficking. they're like, hit Dr. Purpose up, you know, because now they know she's not, she's okay with coming out about what was going on, even though sometimes it's exposing my family. And my family, we're from Louisiana, my family is like known people. But I don't care. Mm -hmm. The enemy can be anywhere. And so what you're really doing is you're exposing the the enemy. And you're exposing, you're trying to stop what can happen to you or have happened to you from happening to your children and their grandchildren and, you know, or your grandchildren and and vice versa. Because now a lot of things we do is learn behavior. So let I say the generational curses, it's really generational cycles to change the, what we learned and thought that that was, um, it was it was okay, dysfunctional. We thought that was okay, the stuff that we've seen. So we have to renew our mind, and that's what I would say to mm-hmm. anybody, whether you're going through domestic violence or sex abuse or whatever it is, you have to be wise and start catching on to things that are right in front of our face.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: wisdom, like I said, you can get wisdom, but get an understanding, because the that's understanding right. is what's going to save your life. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. I am so glad that you said that. Dr. Purpose, I want you to just, it might be that one person that, I call it hovering. Um, and and mm-hmm. I always say generational habits, because we have the habits of repeating other things that we have seen right. and experienced and heard. Um, but there may be that one person that is hovering. And what I mean by hovering, you know when a helicopter hovers, it doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's just picking up dirt and making a mess. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It, it hasn't. It hasn't moved left, right, nowhere. It's just there. Right. Um, but you have right. that one person that is there in that position, and they don't know how to uh, level up. They don't know how to get out. They don't know how to make the changes required for them to make the additional moves uh, that they need to make. So I want you to not just drop some jewels on how they can emotionally um, level up. Within themselves, if um, somebody is in a situation, um, a abusive situation, or a self-trafficking situation, I want you to um, drop some jewels on what they can do to help to help themselves out of that situation.
2: Okay, um, to the listening audience, if you find yourself in a situation that's dealing with domestic violence or sex trafficking. One thing that I would say to do is to learn how to um, listen to wisdom, listen to have discernment, because we already know before as soon as we get into something, we already have that intuition that kind of tells us something is not right. Go with Uh your first mind. And if you get yourself caught in something and it's hard to get out, It's good to have a relationship with God because God will never leave you astray and he will pull you out of a situation that you're in. And he will also bring help when help is needed. So if you're, um, and I like how you said it earlier, we sow seeds. So if there's a seed that's being sowed, somebody has to water and God said he gives the increase. So we have to Uh understand when we get to the right people at the right time, the right season, like what I was talking about earlier, the right season when it's supposed to do, because we don't want it when it's too early or it's too late to start learning the wisdom. God has you here for a purpose. We're not here for anything. And if you don't know what your purpose is, that's when it's time for you to start having a conversation with God, God, what Mm -hmm. am I here for? And if it Mm -hmm. took the bad things for you to go through for you to be like how I am now, understand you had to go through all of that in order to save somebody else's life so they won't have to go through it. And, no, it's not always mm-hmm. easy to leave everything behind. But also think about that last time going back may be your last time. You may not get out. So be mm-hmm. alive as yourself and listen to your intuition. And if you get out, you need to think thank God because a lot of people did not make it.
1: Mm-hmm. And and that I'm so deep. glad that you said that. That was deep because I don't think we realize sometimes we, we aren't making decisions. We're emotional hoppers.
2: Right. Right.
1: Or relationship hoppers. We're just hopping from person to person, life decision to life decision. But it, we're just hopping around. Uh, and yep. it's not sticking because we're not we're not moving the way we should be with the right intent. We're not um, fully making the right decisions. We're not thinking about Uh the things that we're doing. We're just emotionally hopping around thinking that we're going to get something from somebody else that really comes from ourselves.
2: Right. Uh And I heard somebody say something the other day, and this is one, my young cousin, she said that her dad told her, Go never go into a relationship with expectations, and if you don't go in a relationship with expectations, that means that when you when it, things don't go your way, you can never be disappointed. And oh, I thought that was oh. the wisest thing to come from somebody in their twenties, because we do we always go into relationships with expectations and get upset oh, wow. when people don't meet our qualifications. That's right. But, wow, that was and awesome.
1: We don't even meet the qualifications
2: we don't meet them but
0: that's we can figure out mean, everybody else's <laughs> and a lot I of times because we don't want to
1: exactly right Girl, you ain't even got three fingers and you don't even have a coffee table stop it sit down
2: <laughs> and that's and that's the thing about it what i teach my children is to be around like-minded individuals mm-hmm. and don't just go forced on a relationship know your value Mm -hmm. (laughs) know who you are you know and that way when god do it it's a good thing he considered it considers it as a good thing it don't mean Mm -hmm. that you're not going to have no ups and downs and so that's what i even try to teach people now 15 years of marriage in a relationship is because we related we made things work we communicated we kept this thing going you see what i'm saying it wasn't uh-huh, that uh-huh. neither one of us had any situations where I can post anything on Facebook and everybody would be like, oh, Dr. Purple's don't go through any problems in her marriage. I never told you that.
0: <laughs> I never right. told you
2: that. So I've learned in this season to tell people about the good times and the bad times and stop letting them think it's a fairy tale, that everything uh-huh. is always going to be perfect in a relationship. No, it's not. That can even be blood relationship. Right. It doesn't always have to be a marriage. It can just be brothers and sisters or, you know, cousins. Friends, mm-hmm.
1: That's true. you just
2: have to know the Those people ones. you're
1: dealing with. You right.
2: Absolutely and right.
1: right. And another yeah. thing, you know, Dr. Purpose is that um, relationships last when one or the other doesn't necessarily run at the first sign of trouble as well. You have to have that communication Ooh. and don't run at the first yeah. sign of discord. You know. <laughs> And some people
2: don't even know what running is because your definition of running may be to break off a relationship. But in a marriage, that can be separating and going into another bedroom. You don't want to face the situation or the conversation. You don't want to have communication is the key to any relationship. And I tell everyone that communication is the key when you cut off communication or you don't communicate with another person because we're so quick to um presume or assume Uh certain things it's always so wrong and even with myself i hate that that people say well i didn't ask you because you was going to say this or that how do you know what i was going to say
1: right you don't know that was the assumption of and sometimes some of that is guilt you know sometimes people people are mad at you but something that they got going on, like they got some guilt, mm-hmm. guilt about something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is the thing in any relationship, a marriage, a family, when people stop being present, everything right. is always going to fall apart because you're not present. Everything else has become right. more important um, than what it what is supposed to be at the core of that relationship? Mm-hmm. So when you when you mm-hmm. stop being present and you allow yourself to get distracted, that right, you, said, you also said. brings it on as well because now you're distracted. And sometimes people don't know how to get refocused. But then, like you said, that's also. God's way of loosening up that situation because if they can't stay focused, if they, if they can't discern, if they are lacking in um, judgment, you need to know those things. You need to see those things, and yes. that's in the man or female.
2: That's correct. And what we have to do is take responsibility and know, and I teach everybody this about SWAT, and that's one thing they teach us in business to know what your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities and your threats. So I think mm-hmm. that when I'm counseling, know what your strengths and your strengths and your weaknesses are because your opponent does. They know your mm-hmm. strengths, especially if you are being abused. They know your weaknesses. They know your mm-hmm. strengths. They will use your strengths against you and put you in you and be you'll be sitting in your weaknesses because they know your strengths. So they'll never touch your strengths. But they'll make you feel uh-huh. like your strength, you're not strong enough in your strength. So that's uh-huh. why I say you have to know who you are because everybody uh-huh. will tell you as an abuser, as a survivor, we realize who we were and where our power was, that's uh-huh. when we made the change together. Because we started recognizing, wait a minute, I'm stronger than what I thought I was because this uh-huh. person is uh-huh. telling me that I don't have what I really do have. I, that person knew I had it, right? Yes. I didn't realize I had it. So I had to recognize and say, wait a minute, now, I do have this. I am educated. Mm-hmm. I am smart. I am a nice-looking young lady. Like, I had to realize everything that he was trying to tell me different, that that wasn't the mm-hmm. thing that was holding me back. It was me holding mm-hmm. my own self back because that right. I didn't recognize, and I settled mm-hmm. for that.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. That's- Oh, true. And sometimes when we sit still, we realize that, whereas we were too busy looking at everything else except ourselves and within. And listening to everybody else. Now, this is the thing about people that give advice. Some people really, really give advice because they love you. They want to see you do Mm -hmm. better. They want to see you move forward. But other people sometimes give advice based on their own selfish desires. Because they need you to exactly. be in this particular position. So I need them to stop doing whatever it is they're doing so that they can be in this particular position so that I can benefit from it. You know what I'm saying? So you, That's like right. you said, you got to be careful and mindful about who you're speaking to. And and think about mm-hmm. what's the intent behind the things that they're saying. That's
2: mm-hmm. true. And I, I want to throw this in there because this is one thing I always tell people. Everybody, my mama used to say this certain thing, um, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Mm
1: -hmm. And she used to
2: always tell me everybody wasn't my friend. I didn't understand. Now that I'm older and I'm telling it to my girls, I can understand it now. And so what I realized was I was like, wait a minute. Judas had, I mean, God had, Jesus had seven disciples with him, 12 disciples with him. And I'm like, but one of them, he said, is going to deceive me, going to betray me. So that means that every, I always tell people, every camp has a Judas. You just have to know who the Judas is. You have to know who your opponent is. There's always somebody there in your camp. Like we used to talk about the angel on one side and the devil on the other side. You have Mm -hmm. to understand. So in other words, you're going to have somebody in your camp that's going to be negative towards you and don't want to see you make it and and jealous of your life and all this kind of stuff. But learn how to look at that person and bless them anyway because those people have come into your life to bring you to that next level. That's where your challenges come in. When those enemies come in, that's to bring you to that next level, your next phase. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn it, and I'm telling you, I just learned this. I just learned this. Instead of me rebuking the enemy all the time, I started praying for the enemy and started thanking the mm-hmm. enemy and putting it on my Facebook. You know what? I want to thank you because if you wouldn't have done this, it wouldn't have opened up the door for God to do this. That's right. That's so that's right. Something Just to
1: think Don't about. be so quick. Don't be so quick to rebuke because you could be rebuking a blessing. <laughs>
2: That's right. That's right. Cause it all supposed to work together for our good, but that's not for everybody. That's for those who are the called according to his purpose. We have mm-hmm. to remember that everything not going to work out for you. Good. If you out there doing wrong and you think that that stuff is going to pay off. And a lot of people take and say, Oh, God bless me with this. And God said, I had nothing to do with that. That was not for me. That was from <laughs> your own lustful desire. So we have to understand that because a lot of us as ministers and Christians, some people will Uh say, why are you with this person or why are you with that person or whatever, right? If we're saying a good man steps is ordered, that Uh means that somebody in that situation is going to learn something or something is going to be revealed to Uh everybody. So I always tell people, Uh don't underestimate the people that are walking with you because you never know who God is going to use to reveal the very things that you're doing in the dark. It's going mm-hmm. to come to the light. It's Definitely. going to be exposed. You just don't know who's going to expose it. So true. So very true.
1: <laughs> now, listen, you have dropped some jewels on us today. I want you to shout out um the event again, when it will be, if they can still purchase tickets, or if you're still taking donations. Okay,
2: Um we're having a, our second annual Divine Destiny Ministry and Crisis Center. We're having a second annual Butterfly and Balloon event. Um, we are taking donations. We're taking sponsorships. We're taking um, in-kind donations. Um, you can go to Divine Destiny Ministry and Crisis Center on Facebook. Also, you can hit me up on Dr. Purpose Carn or Ladera Karn. Or you can follow me on Instagram at D I think it's DR dot underscore purpose. And the event will be October the twenty third here in Houston, Texas. Um, at three o'clock. I don't actually have the location, but if you follow me on any of my social medias, you'll see the
1: flyer on there. Awesome. I love it. I just shout out everyone can get your books and your website.
2: Oh, wow, yeah! I have 13 books now that is on Amazon.com. You can find me under, most of them are under Dr. Purpose Karn. Mm-hmm. And website, Beyond measures
1: at gmail.com. Well, you definitely have shared a word with us this evening, Dr. Purpose. And Leisha, and I so appreciate you and everything that you bring to the table.
2: Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. And y'all be blessed.
1: You well do the before same. you go before you go, we'd like to do a little something in the chat room as you go. Know, T is gonna ask you a long question. Um, we have a like, chat garden, so she's she's gathering uh she's added more uh, footage, square footage to the garden and so she's getting that <laughs> together. So go ahead. Tia. <laughs> No problem. Well, Dr. Purpose, thank you once again for joining us. But like Alicia said, you know, we have a virtual garden here growing here on this Chat, and some of our guests have planted so many wonderful things. We have trees in the garden. We have rocks in the garden. We have benches in the garden. We even have plaques in the garden. We have books in the garden. But we want to, you to add something to our garden that reflects you and your purpose so that when we, whoever sits in our garden can just sit back and reflect on all the wonderful things that are in the let Chat garden. So what would you add? What would you plant in the let Chat virtual garden that reflects you?
2: I would plant my mantra,
1: which is purposely
2: purposed. Oh. Which means always do everything with the purpose, on purpose, and for a purpose. Mm.
1: Oh. Purposely purposed. I love that. Thank you. I Our I, 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 I God just gets richer and richer, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I think the key word for 2021 is to move with intention, being intentional. That's I love right. that. Mm-hmm. We That's so right. appreciate you coming and kicking with us in the chat room on today. You know that you're always welcome anytime. Anytime. Oh,
2: please <laughs> Please invite me back because y'all know I love to talk and I love to give information and I love to receive information. Y'all are doing a wonderful job.
1: Y'all keep it up and have a blessed afternoon. Thank you so much. You too. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. That was, that was awesome, Leesh. She always gives us a word, a hundred words, but it's a needed word. So we want to thank her once again for joining us. Absolutely. Very much needed. And I'm sorry, Lee, You broke up at that point. What did you say? I like what she added to the garden. Oh yes, purposely mm-hmm. purposed. purposely purpose. Well, we appreciate you guys coming kicking with us today in the chat room. Always feel free to send your requests if you would like to be on the chat to the chat radio show at gmail dot com. If you like. To listen to replays of our show you can catch them on iTunes, iHeartRadio or any podcast app we appreciate you guys and we will see you guys sure you. do. have a great weekend, bye
0: Busting my on the nine to five, just to keep up, try to stay alive promise my lady we she be crying while she praying for a better life Hustling on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia of clay Gotta stay searching for a better day